0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the We Are Wrestling podcast. This is episode 14. I am your host, Viral Viper, a.k.a. Viper Freeze, with my co-host,
1: the Renegade Enigma. Who knew we would make it to 14 episodes?
0: (laughs) I did. (laughs) We're going to make it to 1,000 episodes, and then we're going to quit. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's actually not true. That's not true.
1: Lucky number 1,000 since the last episode was Lucky 13?
0: Yes. Lucky 1,000 is our last episode. Because <laughs> by then, we wouldn't give a damn about wrestling anymore. So. <laughs> and then we'll thanks for coming out, guys. God bless. Good night. And that's our last podcast ever. But we're on 14. We're still in the beginning. This is still the not cool part. Exactly. So, We got a lot to discuss. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to be here for a while. You're going to be here for a while. So grab a snack. Or if you're in your car, just drive a little faster. I mean, slower. Whichever one you prefer. Just don't kill anybody. Don't (laughs) have it on us. And we're going to get into the shit. So let's start with Survivor Series. It's coming.
1: It's shaping up great, in my opinion.
0: It's coming. So, we are actually letting you guys in on the little spoiler behind the podcast. We're doing this a day later than we usually record. Some, some work stuff got into play and we couldn't record last night, but now we're recording today. We have a lot more to discuss than we were going to discuss on the original episode, but we're going to do it. So, last week's Smackdown... I can't tell you what the hell happened. Like it was a long time ago, but it was a build to it was a build to Survivor Series that didn't really help the show. Monday fixed it. Tuesday, I mean Wednesday, definitely fixed it. And Friday, oh my God, it was the best thing ever. So yeah. last month, last Friday on SmackDown, I do remember that. We did have a four-on-four with the four women of NXT versus the four women of SmackDown, which are Sasha, Nikki Cross, Dana, and Carmella versus Rhea Ripley, Tegan Nox, Mia Yim, and Dakota Kai. That was last week. Yes. It was a great match, Sasha and Rhea has great chemistry. That was awesome. How do you feel about the match?
1: No, I love the match. Like you said, like Sasha and, and Ripley, they have like tremendous chemistry. Like you would swear they've been feuding for a while, and whatnot. You know what I mean? Especially for something we're gonna discuss later. Like yeah, they have crazy chemistry like I I, I, love, I I would love to see a series of matches with them like for a title eventually
0: right and on last Friday there was a big thing that was like super noteworthy because it was like the suckiest thing ever so Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin had this little crappy thing cause they're still feuding even though they're on the same team on Survivor Series, they were feuding so Baron Corbin, King Cabrón, brings out a fucking, a fucking mascot of a dog. It was fucking horrible. Everybody hated it. It just it literally was so stupid.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Time out. You're wrong.
0: It wasn't okay. a dog. It was a big dog. It was a big dog. And it was just so stupid. Like, I don't understand... I understand why they're trying to get heat on Corbin, but it should be different ways of getting heat on him because that was that was stupid.
1: I believe that's been, like the definition of cheap heat. You know what I mean? Like it was so stupid. Like even for his entrance and whatnot, like you, y'all know it's the Shield music and whatnot, right? Like the tan. Well, you hear a dog barking throughout the whole thing, like within the beat. Like, what the hell?
0: It just that whole segment sucked, and a lot of people had a lot to say about it. I hated it. I know you hated it. It's it's just stupid. CM
1: Punk hated it, so you know that's a thing.
0: We're gonna talk about him in just a minute. A no, minute. I'm just, I'm,
1: just, I'm just saying like he he hated it, you know. So that, yes. that's a, like who knows who else hated it? Like
0: Corey Grace hated it.
1: Corey, okay, Corey Graves. Like, whoever booked that shit, like, needs to get automatically fired. I don't care who they are.
0: Basically. And then we had a match to determine two people who were already set into the Survivor Series match Ali and Chad Gable. They had to wrestle Dolph Ziggler and Robert Root. The winners would get a spot on the team. But Chad Gable. And Ali are already on the team. It was so stupid. The match, it happened. Chad Gable and Ali won. But it was just stupid. It was, it was just fiercely stupid. I don't understand what the sex, the fixation is with putting Corbin with two random guys and trying to make him this big threat. I don't get it. I'm not getting it.
1: Like they put him a one time, they put him with, um, a couple times actually. They put him with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: on paper, it's okay, but none of those guys have chemistry. You
0: know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's just think Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler—they have chemistry on their own, but with Baron Corbin, they don't. It doesn't click. It's something there that's just not working.
1: It feels fake. It feels forced.
0: Yeah, it's just, I don't. I don't get it. Yeah. But those were the the things we remember from SmackDown last week.
1: Wait, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Mm -hmm. I believe there was one more match, right? Mm -hmm. My mind's a little fuzzy on it. More fuzzy than yours, probably. Then they also have a match between, as you would say, uh, Bartender Cabron, or King Cabron, as it were, versus... Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Roman Reigns and whatnot for a spot or the leadership of the team or some shit. No, so that, that
0: was two weeks ago.
1: Two weeks ago? Okay. Because For some odd reason, that stuck in my mind through this stupid feud. Like, I feel like this feud has been going on for too long, too.
0: Here's the funny part. It's not only been going on on SmackDown, it was the one from Raw. Remember? like I just talked to you earlier and we were talking and they had mentioned about Roman Reigns being a main events for every WrestleMania, and I was like, oh, he was in the main event at 35, and you reminded me. You said, no, he wrestled Corbin at WrestleMania 35. I was like, oh, yeah. Which, Bro. which brought it up. Him and Corbin have been feuding forever, and it just needs to die, but it won't die until the dog collar match at TLC.
1: So I called the match, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, because like, you know, the dog thing, dog collar, They're 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 trying to tie it in and make it a little something. But I wish they would like tie it off and just like strangle it.
1: But yeah. again like on paper it works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How they initiate it is mm-hmm. different. You know what I mean? Which they'll probably botch it. But you know.
0: Right. But that was Smackdown. Then we have Raw which was which was kind of interesting because it started off this whole big week of stuff that was happening. So on Raw, there was a lot of talk between Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler and Bailey. They started to like they're starting to get their shit off. Like this feud doesn't this feud doesn't seem like it should just be a one off throwaway at Survivor Series. Becky and Shayna have definitely got real heat. I mean, not like real heat outside, but like real heat as in wrestling. Like chemistry. they have yes chemistry. That's that's what I meant. I misspoke. But they have like definite chemistry.
1: Yep.
0: Now, Becky and Bailey because they have not really ever faced each other like one on one and just had like a good feud because heel Bailey and face Becky. It's, it's magic. It's magic.
1: You know, I never run that thing. you just pointed out. They never really had a pure one-on-one match. Yes. Maybe like a one-off on, on NXT when they were starting off.
0: They like- had a they had a one-off. I want to say recently, like in the last year, on like a Raw or SmackDown, they had a one-off, and that was it. Like it was like that one match. That's it. It's over. Oh. But, like, they never had a feud. And they have chemistry, too. Yeah. But the strange thing is, Billy and and Chana had, like, this real chemistry. Like, these two just, like, they had something there. It's like, when they interact, it's like, oh, shit, I need to see more of this. Like, I can't take my eyes off of this.
1: That came out of nowhere, too. Like, everybody, like, basically pushed, like, Baby to the corner and whatnot. Dare I say she's basically starring in
0: this shit. Basically, we got a little bit of a fill out of the the raw women's team because we find out that Natty, Oscar, Kyrie Sane, Charlotte, and Sarah Logan are the team for raw. But how we found out was in a match between Nanny and Oscar. Like it had nothing to do with anything.
1: Also, Charlotte's the
0: the um, captain. So that's yes, Charlotte is the captain. But like it it had it had no reason. And like during a match, we like we hear the announcers say they're gonna be on the same team. And It's like what? Like then why have them match? Like there's no reason to have it. It was pointless. It was. They did do the course correction thing with the Maddie-Oscar thing because Maddie pinned Oscar a couple of weeks ago. They did fix it and have Oscar pin Maddie this time to get her win back. To to set up for the later on showing of Oscar versus Becky. And that's going to be a thing. But yeah, it was... It was really odd and weird.
1: At this point... We still didn't know who was the NXT team.
0: Yes, we still didn't know who was the NXT team. I
1: don't know about you, but that bothered me.
0: Oh, it bothered everybody. It Like, Brian Alvarez was super pissed that Dayton had not told who the NXT teams was. But <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But but,
1: at that point, we didn't know. Yeah.
0: And then, like, what else happened on that show? we had AJ Styles come out and cut a promo about his match with Nakamura and Roger Strong the thing that bothers me about this whole match this match literally is going to steal the show every chance they have gotten this week they have given it at least 20 seconds 20 fucking seconds of the match that is going to steal the show 20 seconds. Like, literally... um, I totally forgot until today that that match was on the show because it has gotten so little focus. And it's like, why? I don't understand it. It's like, this match is going to kill the show? Like, why?
1: But those 20 seconds, though, like... You gotta admit to Like, pardon the pun, but they were phenomenal. You know what I mean?
0: Yes! Like, I've seen Nakamura versus AJ Styles, the one from Wrestle Kingdom. I saw Nakamura versus Roderick Strong from War of the Worlds. I saw AJ Styles versus Roderick Strong from from the Ring of Honor show. Now, all of them, single matches, amazing. Just like Could be contenders for matches of the year. You're putting them all in one match. I think that you should kind of talk about this a little more in a 20 seconds on every show. Yep. Like, I don't understand WWE's thinking. So, and then on Raw, they had to hype up the tag team title match. They had the Viking Raiders face Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. That match didn't even go down. And it's like, why?
1: Because um... Hawkins and Zack Ryder, they got beat down by AOP, which apparently, I don't know if that's going to go anywhere, but that happened.
0: I know that the long-term plan is AOP versus the Viking Raiders eventually, but you killed that match to wind up going into a match where it's the Viking Raiders versus Randy Orton and Ricochet. Yeah. And it's like, okay, First of all, they still kind of hate each other, but they're on the Raw team. But I don't know what Randy's new fixation is. I don't know if he's supposed to be like a good guy or a bad guy. It's very weird to me. Can you explain it to me?
1: He's more of a tweener, I think, right now. Like He's like one of those good guys that just don't give a damn I'm gonna fuck with you regardless. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, I'll accept that. And then after the match, like, NXT and SmackDown came in, and Randy Orton basically RKO'd like the hell out of everybody. Yep. And right after that, Triple H said, yo, NXT, we're opening the doors to everybody. Anybody wants to come, we're opening the doors. Bring it. So...
1: and I quote, open door policy?
0: Open door policy. Yes. Yeah. So they left the door open for NXT, but before we get to that, we have to cover backstage. CM mm-hmm. Punk is back. We have okay backstory, people. We have mixed we had mixed feelings towards CM Punk because of the way he left and the anger and everything he was doing and his cult of personality followers. We had we had trouble with that. Because those people were making it hard to like him, and oh, he was all off- it.
1: I I, hate, I hated him and all oh, his followers. I, I didn't dislike. I hated it. like the it passion. You know what I mean? Because at that point, CM Punk was kind of a dick. You know what I mean? Which we're gonna go into it. You know what I mean? That's what Seth Rollins is right now. So but, yeah. yeah, go ahead
0: but CM Punk like we had a really hate relationship with him because it was like you were somebody that we found as like yo this is our wrestling dude this is the dude we like in WWE this is our dude and then he just became really bitter and it was like dude i understand like WWE behind the scenes is a piece of shit like there's a lot of fucking bullshit back there, and those people are a bunch of assholes. Yeah. We understand that, but the way you're going about it, you seem bitter, and that that comes off very negative towards me. Like you seem bitter. Like you weren't a guy. Like you should really just say fuck them and left. But you came off bitter, and to us that wasn't good. And then his fans just made it even worse.
1: Like every Friday night, CM Pink. You have a great match, and you hear the chant CM Pink. Like,
0: what the fuck for? You know? I understand they were angry at WWE, but, like, that wasn't cutting it. That was not cutting it.
1: Yeah, that's not how you handle it. I mean, if you really have a problem with WWE, just don't watch. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just just that simple. By not watching, you hurt their pocket, you hurt their bottom line. So, you know?
0: Exactly. But a couple a couple months ago when CM Punk did Starcast, he it was the first time he's spoken about wrestling openly. And you can see that all of that baggage and hatred he had, he let it go. He's back with WWE backstage through Fox, not through them. And you can see that there's something different. It's not it's the punk of old, the one that was there before he left and got angry. It was the punk that was there that was satisfied with his work, with himself, and he just was cool. He was it Facebook. was, yes, that's the punk that, that's the punk we're getting on backstage because he's like, yo, there's no reason to hold no grudges? Fuck it, I'm over this shit. Basically,
1: yeah, like, Had he left like that from the beginning, because, like, I'm, I'm sure you agree, like, I don't give a shit he left WWE. That's no, right. I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. A bun- like, right now, a bunch of them need to leave WWE right now.
0: Exactly. You know I mean?
1: But, you know what I mean? It's a way of, about leaving. You know, you don't be a total dick in leaving. Like, certain individuals on Twitter talking shit about the company and whatever. You, you don't have, you don't gotta do all that.
0: Yeah, like, it just seems, it seems bitter, like, I've, I've seen wrestlers leave and have bagged... Des- One person that I could point to that left, and I know people are going to be like, well, he's not really doing great. Juice Robinson, a.k.a. CJ Parker. That dude was not going where, nowhere. They told him he wasn't shit. He fucking left, and he's over in New Japan, and he's killing it. Like He has a great following. He's great in the ring. He's out there, and he's, he's doing his thing. And people are like, yo, he's kind of cool. WWE even wants him back. But he's yeah. like, no, I don't want to go back because it's like, what the fuck? Like, I wasn't treated good there, so I'm leaving. I'm yeah. cool. Bye.
1: That's it. That's it. It's like in WWE, I gave no shit about him. Sam Callahan.
0: It was Sam, Sam Callahan clearly came out when he left the company. He was like, yo, they weren't using me. They would sit me in the back and it was treat me like shit. You know what? I'm going to show them but screw you guys I'm gonna show you what did Sammy Callahan do when he left for two months people was like oh shit Sammy Callahan left WWE right after that Sammy Callahan was a fucking star he never went back and said anything bad about WWE like Sammy Callahan is the Impact Champion right now said nothing bad about WWE because he just left the right way was like yo I hated everything that they was doing but it just wasn't for me. But that's the way to leave. Exactly. But like, CJ
1: Parker, like, I gave no shits about him. You know what I mean? And like, as soon as as he like, went to um, New Japan, became Deuce Robertson, doing promos and whatever, I was starting to dig it. You know what I mean? He's a former um, United States champion over there. So, you know, he did something for his career. They can't say he hasn't done anything for his career.
0: Right. But yeah, back this back to CM Punk on backstage. He he seemed great. He seemed awesome. He even he even came in with super controversy because he sent out a tweet and said, We're gonna cover it all and get into the nitty-gritty. And he basically said, We're we're talking about everything and he tagged a bunch of people and the last two people he tagged in that post was Vince McMahon and Tony Khan and it started a Twitter war that we didn't know that we even cared about because whatever but he started a Twitter war
1: hilarious it was fucking hilarious
0: yes so Tony Khan the first thing Tony Khan did because he got tagged in it was like all right I'm just going to respond. Are you going to talk about the people who got stranded on a plane? And some people was like, all right, that was too far because that was a real issue. And some people was like, yes, I'm glad you even said that. So Randy Orton came up and goes, well, he posted an article. It was like, what about your father's embezzlement? Well, Tony Khan did come back and said, well, he was like, that was years old, pal. But like, by the time you read this tweet, you probably said the N word twice (laughs) on twitch I was like god damn and to anybody that don't know Randy Orton did say the n-word on twitch and you know screw that guy (laughs) but like they started a a back and forth war Brandy Rhodes jumped in it and then Charlotte jumped in it and it's like wow like this is like we didn't really want this war, but it's like, okay? Until this
1: point, I didn't consider it a war. Like, I I didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, I was enjoying both shows to a point, but it really wasn't a war a war. That right there, like, Hunt basically started the war.
0: Basically. And also on Backstage, he kind of, like, talked about his whole time in, like, away from WWE and said, like, yo, I'm not really looking forward to getting back in the ring. I'm 41. I'm old. I'm washed out. Well, not He didn't say washed out, but he said, like, I'm 41. I'm really old. I'm not into it, but you, you never say never. And also, he said there were some bridges that would burn that really need to be worked on if he wanted to, like, if he was going to get back in the ring. So I mean, it's not looking possible, but according to Seth Rollins, who keeps saying "fight me," he wants him back. And Punk told him to shut the fuck up and get off of Twitter. But I said that weeks ago, so think Punk is listening to the podcast. Thanks, Punk. Hey, Phil. <laughs> and
1: so, I, did, I did the
0: wave like you did to Cabana, by the way. If he had- <laughs> he's listening. I know he's listening. But he, re- like, he really, like, shut Seth Rollins the fuck up,
1: and no, that's he, all. No, he didn't, because he, he, he still went at him after that, which is, He like, shut
0: him up for Tuesday. He shut him up that one day.
1: For, yeah, for that one day, but, like, after that, he kept going and whatnot, and... The way I see it, it's a lose-lose situation for, for Seth, because, okay, first of all, right... Mm-hmm. technically does not work for WB As you mentioned earlier. He works for Fox, right? So, yes. so B would like have to rehire him and whatnot and like they would have to like he had to go back in the ring, probably get him in ring shape and whatnot, right? First of all, if W were to like get him back and like he'll get back in the ring. Do you really think W is stupid enough? And probably a lot of y'all are gonna say he they are But do you think they're stupid enough to have Punk lose against Seth Rollins and whatnot when Punk would be the moneymaker right there? Like, yeah, like a lot of people would tune in just to see that and whatnot. Exactly. You know, man. So, like, why, why would you want that? Like, that's another blemish on your career and whatever. People hate you already. So, like, why do it? And if you wind up beating him they're going to hate you 10 times more, so it's worse on you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Which, again, I don't think WWE is going be stupid enough to do. Also, if you notice what he's saying, he's not saying wrestle with me. He's not going talking about getting the, the WWE ring with me. He clearly said fight me. You know what I mean? So, Punk, even though he lost, he, he has like MMA training. I don't think you want to get in a fight with him. Because I, I doubt that's
0: like a fight like Punk. okay I'm gonna be honest Mm -hmm. if it was an MMA fight I wanna see it just because I know Punk has training and Seth Rollins doesn't just so he can shut Seth Rollins up and just beat the shit out of him I want that give me the UFC fight that's all Mm mhm yeah I'm all for that one
1: like either way you look at it like Seth loses even if he wins he still loses
0: Exactly.
1: So, like, Punk just needs to leave it alone. As, like, Punk said, just delete your Twitter. That was the exact word. Delete your Twitter.
0: I agree with him. I totally agree with him.
1: You did it once against Sasha, so...
0: Exactly. (laughs) Just just stop. But, yeah, that... That was backstage. And also on Tuesday was NWA Power. So... We're going to get into the show, but before we get into the show, we have to start with the Jim Cornette thing. I have a problem with Jim Cornette, and this also ties into Jerry Lawler. I have a problem with these older commentators who have been doing commentating for a long time. Yes, they're good. Yes, they know how to do stuff. They have racist jokes that they've been using forever. And now is not the time to do racism jokes. Like, it's not. Like, just, we don't want racism with politics and wrestling. You guys bringing it up, it's fucking horrible. Just leave the old commentators alone. Leave them alone. Just get them out of here.
1: It's not like racism, racism, where they'll flat out say the n word they'll do it on the low whatever like you really have to pay attention to what they're saying and what like like ooh that, that didn't sound good for instance was it last week or the week before Jerry Lauder called uh, Humberto Carrillo a Mexican ju- jumping That
0: definitely before
1: the week before because you pointed it out too on, on that episode and whatnot. Like, like that, that's that's not good you know what I mean if you want to sit in your house, fine, stay in your house. But you're on national television, you know what i mean? You're making yourself look bad, and you're making the company you work for look bad.
0: Yes. And the Jim Cornette line was, he was talking about Trevor Murdoch, and he said, Trevor Murdoch is so badass that he could ride through Ethiopia with a box of fried chicken on his back. And it was like, dude, dude.
1: Like of I heard that, I'm like, "Well,
0: NWA's over." Yeah, I, I said the same thing because I was like, "Dude, like that's not cool." And some people are like, "Well, you guys are just looking for something to get mad at." No, like that was a bad line, like super bad line. Like I'm sorry, it was a bad line. Like 20 years ago, it'd have been fine. Went over people's head. Hey fuck it. It's alright. Now yeah. it's like we're in PC culture. Like people like their ears are way more sensitive now. And it's like, dude, like you know that you're wrong. Like you can't do that.
1: Mind you, we're not PC. You see by all the cursing we do. We don't give a damn. But
0: No, we are PC. We don't do racist jokes here.
1: No, but you know what I mean? Like we don't give a shit to a certain point, you know what I mean. Like, we're not gonna go on here and just say the n-word and whatnot. You know
0: okay, know what I mean? we won't be we won't be racist, homophobic, transphobic, um, anything bad. Yeah. But we will curse and just like tell you our side of the story.
1: See, you know, like real the real nature of PC is like family friendly, whatever. Basically, what be tries to do.
0: No, we're we're not PG PC.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't. Consider, but, I honestly
0: don't consider myself PC, but yeah. I consider you PC. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I I do. But yeah, like we had to get that controversy out before the show. The show once again is awesome. Now I'm going to right
1: to finish up so. Um, they it's two stories going around that I keep hearing like um, Jim Cornette either resigned or they fired him I'm like more on the side that they fired him but I keep, hear, keep hearing that he resigned so he's no longer with NWA mind you these episodes have been recorded long time ago so you're still going to see him in a few episodes I think up until December before they I think they have a pay-per-view around it yes so like up until then, you're still gonna see Cornette, but he's no longer affiliated with them.
0: And to bring it back to the the whole quote, like those things are taped, and they still didn't edit them out. So NWA needs a little blame on their side too. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah,
1: and it was taped a long time ago, so they it was their they, they had it their sitting So
0: exactly, but. Hey, man. No more old dinosaur announcers. Yeah. So, in NWA Power, there was a part in the show, and I literally said to myself, I do not want to talk about this with him. I don't want to talk about this with him. And I kept saying it because you were right.
1: Okay. You were
0: you were right. No one knows who the heels and faces are. You were right. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as I saw that... Okay, it was a match between Ricky Starks and the question mark, who is over like shit. He was fucking awesome. So, during the match, Aaron Steven comes out and attacks Ricky Starks. But then Cole Cabana comes out to help Ricky Starks. And they turn it into a tag team match with Cole Cabana and Ricky Starks versus the question mark in Aaron Stevens. Now, Ricky Starks is number one contender for Cole Cabana's title. And the question mark is a good guy, but Aaron Stevens is a bad guy. <laughs> but that, it, what the fuck is happening?
1: Everything is like convoluted and confusing. It was so
0: convoluted and confusing.
1: And it's been like that for a while. I'm glad you're finally
0: noticing that chick. Yes, because this one was so... It was so weird. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and another thing. I I didn't do my research on this, but another thing. Dude, what is up with the wild cards and Camel- um, Camilla?
1: No idea. It seems like it's more of a Thomas and Camilla thing. Camilla,
0: that's how you pronounce her name, right? Yes. Like I'm not sure because I had heard a rumor and I didn't check up on it because it was just a rumor that Camilla and Bram are dating. If that's a thing, then that makes sense why she's working with the wild card? Yeah. If not, it makes no sense. Like I was like I was very confused. She's
1: probably gonna wind up leaving. Uh, um. Nick this anyway, because for those of you that don't know, Nick is actually married in real life and whatnot. Not that they have any merit to their story, but it might. You never know.
0: Yeah, it could. Yo, it was a fun, like, it was a funny segment with the Rock and Roll Express, right? They're there cutting a promo and they're talking about they could be tag team champions. And then all of a sudden, Wildcard comes out, but then Rock and Roll Express, like, literally disappears in thin air. Like, I have no idea where they went. They just disappeared, and it was, like, five seconds, and it's like, what the fuck happened to the Rock and Roll Express? I just realized that. What the fuck? <laughs> like, they just disappeared. Like, you just said... Like, Wildcard just walked in this shot and it was going, and like, wait, what? Huh? huh? Like, what happened? Well, <laughs> basically, like, the Rock and Roll Express said that they would be tag team champions. So they basically put out the challenge to Wildcard. Wildcard said, hey... We'll take the challenge, so we'll see that match next week.
1: Okay. Next week.
0: So, Allison K and Ashley Vox had a tag team match against Thunder Rosa and Marty Bell. The match was fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And remember last week, like, Thunder Rosa was talking about the spider lady and this woman that's coming
1: the Phoenix and all that shit yeah.
0: yes and it turns out that it was Melina from WWE like if you guys remember Melina from probably 2007 to 2010 she was in WWE she was John Morrison's girlfriend
1: Johnny part Nitro of- at that
0: time. Johnny Nitro yeah
1: cause he was also part of Eminem
0: yes so
1: that's a thing Multiple time women's champion, I believe Diva champion too. Yes, she was. Yeah, so that that that's a thing. Like she she's damn near a legend in WWE. So
0: yes, and now she's in NWA. Like as soon as I seen her come down, I actually popped. I was like, oh shit, like, they have Melina.
1: Now they're like a trio or whatever. Like oh, okay,
0: I'm gonna call them the Dark Trio because like. There is like every time there's like Thunder Roses around, you get this music. This goes do 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 drums. Yeah,
1: I'm just about to point that out. Like the drums are weird to me, not in a bad way, but it's like okay, like what's the point of that?
0: Exactly, but I think they're like a dark trio, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, the Trevor Murdoch match. Since uh, I forgot to mention that, it was against Nick Aldis and Nick Aldis won. And Nick Aldis basically said that he basically set up a match between him and Eli Drake who no one should trust Eli Drake.
1: Here's the funny part. Once mm-hmm. again, he said you don't know who the faces their heels are, right? Mm-hmm. Do, do you really want to bank on that? <laughs> because he might be the hero of this.
0: Okay. If he's the hero, I still don't trust him. He's going to be the only hero I don't trust. It's something about Eli Drake that's not trustworthy. And I send this tweet out every week when I see him. Don't trust him. It's something about him that's just not trustworthy.
1: The funny part I don't trust Nick all this. I'll say that again.
0: Yo. One of us is going to be proven right. <laughs> but yeah that was NWA power. Yep. Like, the show is good. Like, if you could remove yourself from the Jim Cornette thing, the show was pretty good.
1: Remove yourself from the Jim Cornette thing. And if you like that vibe, like the old school vibe, like the, the studio type thing, which initially I didn't like, but it, like, it grew on me. No, man, you'll you love it.
0: Yeah. It's great. So the Wednesday Night Wars Happened the next day mm-hmm. We're going day by day People just just to give you A spoiler we're going day by day yep. So the Wednesday Night Wars Happened So we're going to start with AEW You watched AEW right?
1: Yeah but like, I forgot Most of it so.
0: I figured that So it started off with Nick Jackson and Ray Phoenix the match was the match was really good. I, I I heard a lot of people go it was like the greatest match ever. It wasn't. It was a good match. It was a really good match. It wasn't the greatest. It was a really good match because it was high pace. It was fast offense, like a bunch of springboard jumps and flips and stuff. Like Ray Phoenix is the best at that. Period. Like Ray Phoenix when he's on and you have him do his own shit, Ray Phoenix is a fucking, he's a fucking monster. And like... I
1: prefer wrestling. that style. Huh? That's actually my style of wrestling. I prefer that style of wrestling. So, the yeah. match was really good, but at the same time, in my opinion, it's kind of pointless because they're not feuding anymore. Like, had him go against Santana or Ortiz, you know, i will be fine with it.
0: That's that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, okay, this is a good match, but there's no stakes, there's no anything to it. It's just it's just the match with them. And it was like Yeah, it was like it was good, but like I just wasn't into it because I felt like it brought nothing to the table. Yeah. And then we had a battle royal for the the Dynamite ring? What is it called? I'm not sure what the ring is called because I
1: have no idea. But first of all, before we get into that, um, Nick won, right?
0: I no Phoenix won. Phoenix won.
1: Phoenix won. Anyway, yeah. um, Nick went for the handshake and whatnot, and Phoenix basically said, "Fuck you, I'm out." <laughs> but th- that bad Arroyo. It's a twelve-man battle royale, mm-hmm. and um, and it, basically it's lethal lottery. At the end of it, like the two remaining people will face each other the following week. Which initially I thought they would face each other that same day, but it's gonna be the following week, and they're gonna face each other for what I'm gonna call the battle ball ring because I can't remember the name of it, but basically a battle ball ring. Yes the significance of it like do you get a title match whatever you you like that might be the secondary title which he doesn't want to call it that, but that might be the secondary title that Cody was actually talking about
0: yes so this is all this is all your fault right
1: Uh, no because I won the lethal lottery but that's not what I wanted
0: (laughs) well that's at the end of the lethal lottery it's your fault
1: Okay
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. but yeah, in like in the battle royal they had Billy Gunn, who they called Billy Gunn and not Kip Sop. Like which kind of threw me off. Like I didn't know he could use Billy Gunn.
1: And his so- instance was the X ish. You pointed it out. Because the way we do it, y'all, like he'll watch um both shows. I'll watch only NXT on Wednesday, but I watch NWA the following I mean N NWA excuse me. I watch AEW the following day and whatnot. I seen that shit, I'm like, oh shit, it really is like DX. Like what the fuck?
0: Yeah, it was like a total DX thing. Like Vince got the two.
1: Vince
0: got the suit. <laughs> Yo, it was one point in in that thing that kinda like fucking pissed me off. So you know that they're setting up Kit Sabian versus Joey Janela, right? Yeah. So in the match, like Joey Janela is up on the top rope, and Sean Spears hits Joey Janela and knocks him off with a chair, and it's like, dude, like y'all just ended your feud. What? Is, what's happening? And it, not even the fact that y'all ended your feud, you won the match. Like, so why are you messing with him? Like I was so like I was so confused.
1: Yeah, like I'm enjoying it, but like it's like little shit they do here, and
0: they're just like, oh, "Okay, what that for?" 50. Yeah, because I was like, "Yo, they have a feud set up that's going, that's about to go on, and you go back to this feud that Sean Spears won." So I'm like, "That didn't, that didn't make any sense." No. But the last two people in the match was. Hangman Page, who has quit the Elite because he's tired of being a loser of the Elite. So he quit them, and now he's on his own. Versus, we thought it was going to be Jungle Boy, but MJF was still on the outside, and he came back and threw him out.
1: Yo, was he under the ring or something? Like, what the fuck?
0: Yes, he slid under the ring. He fucking slid under the ring.
1: That's a classic fucking movie.
0: Yeah, MJ, MJF is a fucking man.
1: Yeah. Dare I say, like, he's probably, like, one of the, one of, if not, the best heel right now.
0: I would give him one B heel. I would give him the one B heel. Okay. Like, my one A is fucking J White
1: but well, I really don't watch New uh, um, Japan like that Uh I can't judge he is good though Jay White from the little bit that's
0: it so. yeah Jay is Jay's is the fucking man <laughs> and then we had the private party versus Santana and Ortiz for the Matt Travis like memorial match it was a it was a really good tag team match it was a really good tag team match I didn't like the end. That, I know the end played into a storyline, but I didn't like the end with Nick Jackson coming out and causing Proud and Powerful the win. Yeah. Because, like, I felt like it's a memorial match. Let this match in, like right. But they played the storyline into the match, and it was like, uh, okay, but I really wish it just would've ended right.
1: Exactly. Like, it should have separated itself from the existing show and storylines and whatnot. One prime example, like from years ago and whatnot, when Owen Hart passed away,
0: mm-hmm.
1: at this time Bret Hart was in WCW, and um, they had a match, uh, um, him versus Benoit it had nothing to do with nothing, they just did it in honor of Owen. Yep no man that's the way it should have played out and it was a fair match not really cheating or whatever maybe like I don't know like catch fists or whatever like vague cheating like nothing major like steal chairs or something
0: yeah they like they could have did better but I guess like they'll learn they'll learn and then we had Chris Jericho cutting his promo <laughs> like <laughs> Like, this was was all kinds of fun because Jericho knows how to, like, do shit that uh, pop me. He came in there and he was going to apologize and he couldn't say he was wrong. He just kept going. And it was, it's funny because, like, if you watch cartoons and TV shows, you'll get the reference. I did, not like, somebody had to point out to me that it was from Happy Days. And I was like, oh, shit, it was, like, when the when the said like he like the finds wanted to apologize but he couldn't bring himself to say he was wrong and he just kept going R-r-r-r-r-r-r-r. that's what jericho was doing and it was so fucking hilarious
1: he was say i'm sorry for him
0: yes it was so fucking funny and then s c u came out and Yes, this is where this is where it picked up. Like Scorpio Sky was talking about how like how cool he was because he pinned Jericho and he got his old girlfriend to call him up. And Jericho goes, She's fat now. I've seen her. Scorpio's response was like, I like big butts and but I cannot lie. And it was like, what <laughs> It's like that, that was cool. I popped. I
1: popped pretty <laughs> I'm like, yo. And then um, I think it was an Excalibur. He said the rest of it. Like
0: yes, yes, it was Excalibur. <laughs>
1: but what is it? What is it? Um, the other brothers can't um, can't
0: lie. The her, other other die. that oh, yeah. like that was funny. And then he started talking to Jericho, and like they basically goes, "Well, you should get a title shot sometime." And Jericho goes, no. And then one of the SCP goes, He was put in over.
1: Um, Scorpio Sky was put in Jericho over and whatnot. Yes. And then, uh, um, like he basically said he didn't want a title match. Like he didn't want to match at all. Like I bet you. I'm done. But
0: what like, said?
1: Yo. He kind of pulled a. Um, I don't know if anybody's going to get this reference, but like he put, kind of put a rabbit season, duck season type of thing on him.
0: Yo, they kept saying, yo, he doesn't want to have a match next week. Jericho's like, well, then we're having it next week. Well, he doesn't want to put the title on. Then we're putting the title on the line. And it's like, Jericho, just shut up. Like, every time he said something, he reversed psychology Jericho to actually agree with it. And it got so bad, was like, I don't want to have a match. You're having a match. I don't want to have a match. You're having a match. Like, I don't want to have a match. You're having a match next week in the sporting title. Okay, I'm having a match next week in the sporting title. <laughs> and it was like, oh, my God. He he rabbit season, duck season. It was like, oh, my God.
1: You would think Dick Hager would have, would have stopped him, but he didn't even stop the either.
0: Like, he just was standing there like a big monster, and he he didn't stop anything. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it did like Scorpio shook his head was like I'm gonna beat you and then they just got into the fight and they just started beating each other up Luchasaurus Jungle Boy Marco Stunt came out to help and they got beat up it was yeah, like
1: cause the rest of their inner circle came out
0: yeah that there, was
1: that my favorite part of the show actually that, yes that, just because of the the rabbit season thing like that that was good
0: no I had one more favorite part of the show and it was well two more favorite parts I don't remember what match it was but it was a match that somebody had and Sammy Guevara came down Sammy Guevara beat the shit out of this person while he was holding this phone recording for his YouTube show yeah that shit was funny
1: that was funny but then he also, also get beat down cause don't be whole Dustin Rose came back beat him up And took his elbow.
0: Yes, he did. Yes, he did.
1: You know what? It was um, the Pac versus uh, uh, Adam Page match, you want to say?
0: No, no, no. That didn't happen. It was Pac versus somebody. Because Adam Page was in the the Battle Royal.
1: Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Pac Pac was in there.
0: Yeah, it was Pac versus somebody, but I don't remember who. I know the people at home are screaming like, it was so-and-so. I totally forgot. I'm sorry. I I forgot. But yeah, that was cool. And the other thing that popped me was Darby Allen's entrance.
1: I was just about to point that out. Yeah, that that was nice. That was that.
0: That was great. Because it starts off with like a vignette of Darby Allen skiing with a body bag that says mocks on it. And then all of a sudden it cuts to black and it's these six guys come out carrying the body bag and Darby Allen's in the body bag. It was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And you had just said it to me, like what I was describing. it. You was like, yo, I thought you only popped because he got on the skateboard. I was like, no, he doesn't have a skateboard. As soon as I said it, he pulled out the skateboard and skateboarded down. I was like, he does have a skateboard. With the, um, body bag in his hand so that shit was so cool
1: he saved john moxley obviously because mox on that then
0: yes and moxley came out to his old shield entrance and as soon as he stepped over the fucking guardrail darby allen jumped right on him and started to fight now i was super critical last week super critical that this match would be another fucking death match. It was a lot of brawling, but it was a wrestling match. It wasn't a death match. It was a good wrestling match. And I just, I, lo- I enjoyed the shit out of it. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Darby Allin is one of my favorites over there. I've been a fan of Darby Allin way before this, when he was in Evolve. So yeah, this was a, this was a great match. What do you think?
1: No, I, I totally agree. It was a great match and whatever. Dare I say, that match, even though it was not really my style, like the uh, the Nick Jackson versus Phoenix match was more my style, this match was better than, than that match in my opinion.
0: Yes. And the finish was like a shocker. Like, Darby Allin didn't win, but they were both on the second turnbuckle and Moxley grabbed him for the Death Rider. Or the paradigm shift in AEW. Off the second turn bubble. And it looks like he fucking killed Darby Allen. Was... They
1: don't watch this show. Just in case.
0: But... Yes. It, it was fucking... It just was... Oh my god. That was shocking. Because he looked like he killed him. In, I was
1: about to say that. To say that it legitimately like he killed
0: him. Yes. It was a pretty good episode of AEW. And the funny thing about it is AEW knew that they were going up against some crazy competition for NXT which we're about to get to in a second. So they did this great like they did this show that was like it wasn't super great but it was good. But next week is a awesome show. So we got Scorpio Sky versus Chris Jericho for the title. We have MJF versus Hangman Page, which is going to be a good match. And we also have Pac versus Omega again. Like, you got three big, begging main event matches, and you're like, oh shit. Oh shit. And I actually forgot Hikaru Shida beat Britt Baker. And Hikaru Shida is three and one now, so she should be in line for a title shot against Rio. Okay. But yeah, next week is going to be a banging show for for AEW.
1: Better than this one and whatever. It's like they cared but not that much.
0: Yeah, because they felt like they were going up against competition because they knew that a lot of Raw and SmackDown people were going to be on NXT. So they kind of was like yo, we know that you're going to be going back and forth. So we're not going to load up this show with All of this stuff, but we're going to do stuff. But we're not going to load up the show like next week's show. Yeah. But yeah, that that NXT show. Woo. it, It had some things. It started off with Becky Lynch coming in the ring and basically glad that she's, well, not glad that she's back. She came back to say, look, I'm back and I'm the champ and it is what it is.
1: Wait, so she called before you start, I want to point out something you pointed out while we were watching it though, right? Mm-hmm. So Triple H on uh Monday, was it Monday? Yeah, Monday. He yeah. said it's a, gonna be an open door policy, right? Yep. How the hell is it an open door policy when you have security guards all like all around the fucking door and whatnot? <laughs> That's not open door. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because when Becky came in there was security and William Regal there she opened the door but it wasn't just an open door policy
1: like I understand the security around the noun table and whatnot but if it's open door it should be open door maybe, exactly. they, thought, maybe they thought aew was gonna show up who knows
0: <laughs> I would have like I would have popped if AEW showed up because you you said an open door so anybody have show up basically. But yeah, Becky, she called out Rhea, like she called out anybody and Rhea Ripley showed up and they had a great match until fucking SmackDown came in and interfered. Yep. No, it wasn't SmackDown. It was the um, the two horse women. That's who it was. It was Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir or as Je- as Becky says Jesse and Mary.
1: Yeah. Just in there. I'm gonna call them that for that now on.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that that was the first thing that happened. And then we had I don't know if I wanna say it's the greatest match of the night, but I was gonna say it's the greatest match of the night. We had the revival versus the undisputed era, Kylo Riley and Bobby Fish. It was Man. a great one. Man, like we wanted to see that match for such a long time. Man, that was, that was a great match. And, I actually thought it was going to end with interference. I thought somebody was going to interfere and something bad was going to happen. What happened? They just had a match and it ended. It's like, oh shit, like,
1: wow. That match, dare I say, like, it, it's like, um, matching your candidate, in my opinion
0: yes and as i pointed out to you earlier i know i was mad last a couple weeks ago when new day beat the revival and got into the triple threat but i'm glad that they did because with them beating the revival they set up this revival versus undisputed era single tag team match i'm hyped. like this was great yeah it's great And we also had a women's match. Who was in the women's match?
1: I don't remember, to be honest with you.
0: I just remember whoever was in the women's match got totally destroyed because they got destroyed by all of the women from Raw and all of the women from SmackDown. And it was like, oh, shit. It's like so many fucking people here. And they just was beating each other's ass and it was crazy. Is
1: that the one where Carmella like randomly showed up? And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Because
0: Carmella showed up and she started moonwalking on the apron and you was like, what, what, what the fuck? What, what is going on? But yeah, Carmella showed up. She was the first one there. And then all of the women just got into a big women brawl, And it was like, okay, cool. Then we had Kona Reeves was going to fight somebody, but mysteriously out of thin air. Like, literally out of thin air. If you watch this back, it is the fucking greatest, weirdest thing. Conor Reeves is walking, and he just gets dropkicked. And you have no idea where drop dropkick comes from. Because it just was ridiculous. Ricochet dropkicked him out of the sky? Like, Ricochet wasn't even anywhere. He just appeared and dropkicked him.
1: It was like something off of a fucking video game, y'all, like Johnny did Shadow Kick or, like, M. Bison's, like, Stomp, something like that.
0: It was fucking, it just was, it was shocking. Yeah.
1: And, And he fucked him up. He fucked him up.
0: Yes. And then he got in the ring and Matt Riddle came out. And I had to, I had to, I literally had to ask, I had to ask Renegade, yo, did they ever face each other? And he was like, "They never face each other." I know they face each other outside of WWE, but I meant in NXT. He was like, "Yo, have they faced each other?" Nope. I'm like, "Oh shit! This, wow!" Because, <laughs> as I
1: pointed out to Um by Viper, as like Um Ricochet was coming up to the quote-unquote main roster, Um Riddle was coming to NXT that. Like, he was just starting out, you know? Yeah. Like enough time to, like, you know, start anything between them two.
0: And the match ended in a disqualification when Cesaro and Nakamura showed up. And that shit was pretty cool, because they started beating the shit out of Ricochet and Riddle, but Ricochet and Riddle start fighting back. And then the Raw guys showed up. But Ricochet threw Cesaro... And a couple of the raw guys out on one side over the barricade over the barricade. He got back in the ring and jumped on him from the ring over the barricade and it was like, holy shit, this guy's amazing.
1: Like a long fucking jump, like
0: shit. It was fu- it was fucking crazy. And then we had another tag team match that was really good that I was not expecting. So The War Raiders came out and then the Forgotten Sons came out. So a while back before the War Raiders actually got called up the War Raiders were the NXT Tag Team Champions and the Forgotten Sons were going to be number one contender. The War Raiders wound up fighting the Street Profits, keeping the titles and decided to say fuck it (laughs) we're dropping the titles. It was, was like...
1: pre profits and the Undisputed Era?
0: No, no, no. No, okay. that, was, that was after. Okay. But they dropped the titles and it was like, okay, we're not getting the War Raiders and Forgotten Sons. But the Forgotten Sons, when they came out, they basically said Yo, y'all ran from us now we getting our match and it was like oh shit like this is that was a long term storytelling and they had this match and it was pretty cool
1: you know what we had here y'all do you know what we had here
0: what did we have
1: we had something that we haven't had in a long time continuity
0: yes we did
1: like, NXT, that's how you do fucking storyline. You know what I mean? Like, again, like, I gotta differentiate. Quote-unquote, the main roster, that's the way you gotta continue shit.
0: Basically. And then we had the last match, which was Adam Cole versus Damn. Donovan Jack, And the winner gets the team advantage at War Games. So... You could basically tell that Adam Cole was gonna win, but like it was a it was a short match. It was a safe match. Nobody got hurt, even though Jack went through the ladder like five times. <laughs> but nobody got hurt.
1: But it wasn't like the one from last week with the women and whatever. Um, Mia Yim versus Yoshirai, um, I believe it was yeah, Yoshirai. Where that match was brutal. This match was nice, but the brutality
0: in that first one like oh my god yes but this match was cool and then it ended with Adam Cole in the ring and Seth Rollins showed up and it literally was like the funniest thing ever Seth Rollins showed up everybody goes oh boo like holy shit like they pulled the fucking shit out of him like I've never heard anybody get booed that hard.
1: He's like the most hated man in WWE right now. Like, yeah, exactly. Going back to that, and I don't want to go into the conversation. I'm just making the comment. Why would you want to make it worse?
0: Because they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that he got booed, and then Tommaso Ciampa came out and everybody starts singing daddy's home it's like yep like i never knew that i wanted to see those two like battle here and it was like oh that's pretty cool and they start fighting and it's like okay i'm gonna bank
1: on this within a few months that daddy's home shit is gonna be a t-shirt
0: yes Like, if it was AEW, it would have been a t-shirt that day.
1: Basically.
0: Like, fucking AEW, like, if you say something and it gets over, we're putting that on the t-shirt that same day. Like, they're smart marketing. They know what to do. Yep. But yeah, like, those two started brawling and then SmackDown guys came out. Raw guys came out. Big brawl. Huge brawl. And that was the end of NXT. And yes, people, we still do not know who the fourth person is in War Games. Sorry. Don't know.
1: Exactly. Like, that, that kind of pissed me off.
0: So. Don't be pissed off. I'll, I'll bet it'll be shocking. Because Triple H itself even said it's going to be a surprise that nobody's seen coming. Like, I don't know what that means, but it's going to be a surprise.
1: Me and and Viper, like, we're counting on it being um, Swerve, Swerve Scott, uh, Isaiah Scott, whatever the hell. Yep. You know what I mean? Because, like, he kind of got beef with them and whatnot. And, like, he's already in the next team, whatnot. But I read early today that it might be the return of John Morrison. I seriously doubt it. But I'm just
0: reporting on what what I read. Yo, I think that it's going to be a swerve and it might not be swerve, Scott, but I cannot for some odd reason put my hand on who this shocking person is going to be because I can't think of anybody that's just recently signed. I can't think of anybody who's big enough to be in the main event all of a sudden. I just don't know
1: can't think of a cool free agent like the only one would be John Morrison like for real for real
0: yeah that would be the only one like unless somebody from the main roster just says fuck it and just goes down there that would be like I don't know like I really don't know like I just like all right all right Now, okay. All right. This this popped in my head because I'm trying to think of anybody that can do something to show up there. And, like you said, continuity. And I know this would not be like continuity WWE. Okay. Marty Scrawl. Okay. Because Marty Scrawl was the guy who took out Adam Cole out of the Bullet Club. By orders of Kenny Omega, he was the one who took him out. That works. Hey, well, if it's if it's Marty Skull then that, yeah, that, that's definitely a shock, surprise, and I would just, I would lose my shit.
1: Me too. Me too. I'm, I'm like a big fan of Marty.
0: Yeah, I would uh, lose my shit. No, don't, don't be a fan of party Marty god damn impact but that was nxt and because i said impact did you see the gauntlet match
1: no i didn't see the gauntlet match i oh. know, like was that the one like cause i don't watch impact anymore was that the one where at the end it was um tessa versus brian yes okay like, I want
0: to give a shout out to Rich Swan because Rich Swan busted his face open during that match, but that match was brutal. It was fucking brutal.
1: Okay. Who, who was all in it? I, I know I guess we'll get the finals, but yeah, who else was in it?
0: It was Rich Swann, Daga, Brian Cage, Tessa Blanchard, and it was one more person that I can't remember. But they fucking went in. Like, Day went in. It was like, God damn, this is a this is a great match. Yo, the treehouse. It was the episode of the treehouse. I know you didn't see it, but it was fucking hilarious.
1: Okay.
0: It was an episode of the treehouse. It was the treehouse. For those of you who don't know, is the Rascals, which is Xavier, Desmond, Xavier, Zachary Wentz, and Trey Miguel, and they sit around and they like crack jokes they're Like, kind of getting high, but it's, like, their gimmick. And, like, they basically promoting their next match. So, as they're doing this, like, they're talking to Trey Miguel about his match coming up for the X Division title against Ace Austin. And all of a sudden, Trey Miguel's mom walks in. And that's that's when Xavier gets a boulder. (laughs) Like, he's trying to hide his boulder from his mom. It is like, it is so fucking hilarious. And she's talking to Trey Miguel, and Trey Miguel's like, Mom! And his mom is like, super hot. And she goes, well, I'm going to be there for your match. And like, Zachary Wentz gets up and is like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go call my mom. It's like, and he runs off. And then (laughs) Trey tries to leave and he's like, Oh, I'm just leaving. And she, like, she looks at Devin and was like, Why aren't you gonna leave? He's like, Um, uh, 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 I can't. (laughs) It was so stupid and funny. Like, Impact can book some really cool shit.
1: Yeah, when they want to try.
0: Yes. And speaking of cool shit that they're booking, next week they're doing like a Southpaw wrestling type show, like a throwback 80s type wrestling show. And it's like, it's it looks like it's gonna be fucking hilarious and good. And the one part that like stuck out to me and popped me really hard was they showed Sammy Callahan's dress up. Sammy Callahan is dressing up like fucking Jim Cornette.
1: Holy shit.
0: <laughs> that is like That alone made me go, I'm watching this. I'm fucking watching this. Just because of that.
1: I think I might tune in too.
0: Yes, because that shit is going to be hilarious. Yo, ACH got his release. Oh, okay. That shit, like, I saw him as soon as he posted it on Twitter, like, he signed the contract and everybody was like, wait, you're re-signing the contract? I was like, No, stupid, he's leaving. Like, that literally looked like a release form. And, like, yeah, like, I don't know why you guys don't think that that's a release.
1: Yeah, because for Dodie, they don't know. As you have to sign a contract to get in the company, you also have to sign a contract to get out the company. Yes.
0: That goes for any company. And, like, a lot of people was like, you know, he's, he's re signing i'm thinking to myself i'm like dude like that's a release form and it took a couple it took a couple hours for to confirm that he was actually gone, but he's he's gone because like soon as he posts that picture the next thing i saw was like a houston wrestling promotion promoted him and like the next week and it was like oh well yeah he's definitely gone He's gone, and people was like, "Well, we still have to confirm it." I'm like, "No, that pretty much confirmed he was gone."
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Oh, speaking of being gone from somewhere, Kelly Klein got fired from Ring of Honor.
1: I heard about that. But I didn't put put too much stock in it because I don't watch Ring of Honor.
0: So nobody watches Ring of Honor, but Kelly Klein, she's out with a concussion they made her wrestle with a concussion and she she's out for a, a little while. They literally sent her an email and was like, oh, because you stuck took up for Joey Mercury, who Joey Mercury has been exposing Ring of Honor for some bad business dealings and being assholes for like a month. And they said, because you, you took up for him and you kind of agreed with him, we're gonna let you go. And it's like, the fuck? Like, what kind of shit is that? Yeah. They fucking fired her over an email and everybody kept saying, oh, she's not fired. Her husband, BJ Whitmore, who is with AEW, he put it out there and was like, dude, like, stop saying she kind of got fired. This is a legit firing. They fired her. Here's the email. It was like, oh, shit. She really got fired. She has a concussion and they fucking fired her. Like, who fucking does that?
1: Apparently Ring of Honor? Then you wonder why nobody watches the fucking company.
0: <laughs> exactly. And then there was text messages earlier today because there's a girl named Maria Manic who, like, she was going to sign with another company but wound up signing with Ring of Honor because they offered her more money. They basically told her something similar. was like, yo, if... Like if you say anything, something, something, we're gonna fire you too. It's like, dude, come on. Like this, this company, it, this company needs to go. It needs to go. It's really bad.
1: Cause you know we're in the fucking like wrestling wars right now. Like there's gonna be casualties. We had a couple months ago, but there's still gonna be more. That's gonna be like the major casualty. I think.
0: Like, I. I said that I want this company to die because Ring of Honor is really like it used to be great. Yeah. Like it used to be like it used to be better than Impact. Like and it's sad that Impact is way like I'm not saying it's sad because Impact is way better but I'm saying it's sad because this show sucks so much now and Impact is way better.
1: It's kind of like those like that saying like it fell from grace. It was so great And honestly, it's
0: like, you know? Yeah, and it's like, it's sad because this is like a company you want to see succeed. And it's like, no. No, just just let it go.
1: And it had like so much good talent and whatnot. And like, you know, like, it's like they're not focusing on their actual talent. You know?
0: They're not. They're not. It's, It's a shame. It's sad. It's super sad. But what can you do? Screw it. Life goes on. Exactly. So like I said earlier in the podcast, we did watch SmackDown today. Well, tonight. Yep. And SmackDown happened, so you want to run down what happened on SmackDown?
1: Because normally what we do, y'all, like, we recorded it on Thursday. As he said, we couldn't do it on Thursday, which was yesterday for us. So, we actually watched SmackDown, and we're basically recording this, like, way after. Because it's, like, late shit where we're at right now. So oh. Yes. But, yeah, we're going to cover SmackDown now, and, yeah, SmackDown was really good. Really big noteworthy things in this episode, so, yeah, let's go.
0: So, the show opened up with... Bartender Cabron standing there with him and Duff Ziggler, basically trying to rally the troops. Then Roman Reigns steps up and says, "Hey, something, 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 blah blah blah." I don't know. I don't know what he said, because Roman is just boring. <laughs> said, something, something, blah blah blah.
1: It was so, hilarious because, like, as you pointed out, like, why would you like open your show like that? Like, they're all standing in front of the door.
0: Like, the yeah background. It was so stupid. It's like, the door is closed. The fucking door is closed. They're supposed to open the door. The door is closed and everybody is standing there looking at a closed door. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. But they started arguing and Sasha came up and said, hey, basically, shut up. I'm gonna take the women and I'm gonna lead the women and we're gonna do something. And she left with the women and that- The guys were still standing there. It was like, oh, okay. So you know what they did after she left? They was like, oh, we should open the doors now. Why the fuck did you do that 20 minutes ago?
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) It's like, that's so stupid. So Sasha came out with her crew of Dana Brooks, Carmella, Nikki Cross, and Lacey Evans. So they showed up in the in a ring, Sasha basically called out, She's like, I know Raw's here, so Raw team, come on out. And then out came Charlotte, Asuka, Cari Sarah Logan, Natalia, and Charlotte.
1: Yeah, you said Charlotte.
0: Oh, I thought I didn't say.
1: Nah, you said Charlotte.
0: So they're in a the ring and they're getting ready to, to go at it. And then NXT's music hit, and out comes Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, and Tegan Knox. And they're standing outside. They all get in the ring, and they all start fighting. And basically, Rhea Ripley challenges Sasha and Charlotte, and it turns into a. Huh?
1: By the way, y'all didn't notice that's the, that's going to be the NXT team for Survivor Series. Yes. Also, if you didn't notice, right, minus 20 Storm, that's actually the same people who's going to be at war games.
0: Yes. So, they had a triple threat match with Sasha, Charlotte, and Rhea Ripley, and they fucking tore the house down. They fucking... Oh,
1: that, that, that shit was amazing. thing
0: it was amazing and the thing that made it so amazing like even bigger than it was so Charlotte has Sasha in the figure 8 she's doing her bridge Rhea Ripley slides in under Charlotte grabs her arms wraps them down and pins her and it was like holy fuck like that shit was amazing.
1: Cause Sasha's still in the figure eight, so she couldn't like move enough like that. Yes. And Charlotte, she's like has her arm locked, so like that was smart. Like I've never seen anything like that. Of course Charlotte's the only one to do the figure eight itself.
0: Yes. That that was pretty cool. Like that should go down as one of the greatest pin moves ever.
1: Yep, yep.
0: And then we wound up having a segment with the Undisputed Era coming out. And then the New Day basically said, Hey, we're gonna fight you guys. And Undisputed Era was like, Hey, listen, it's four of us and two of you. And then New Day got back up from Heavy Machinery. Okay. Like, the match was really good. And I even I even asked Renegade was like, dude, is it good because the Undisputed Era is in it? Or, like, what's happening? Like, this match is, like, way too good to, for a regular match.
1: Because me, personally, I'm not a fan of heavy machinery and whatnot. But, like, I feel as which witch, Undisputed Era made them better. Like, Tucker, I don't know if he has a last name right now. It doesn't seem he does. Um, he did a super kick. I've never seen him do a super kick. (laughs) Basic move, but he's never done it, to my knowledge.
0: Yeah, that match was like, what the fuck? It was really good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, um, Undisputed Era won that match. But I totally skipped over a part because I'm trying to block this part out of my mind. So, before the match... Nakamura came out with Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn had a black bag for anybody who watches wrestling and knows wrestling if you're carrying a black bag and there's a champion near you they're going to switch the title the beautiful 1980's version of the greatest Intercontinental title ever is now a new Good looking but not as good as that title. Because
1: the IC title has prestige. Nah man. We don't hate the belt. The belt is beautiful. It could replace any other belt in the company except for that.
0: Yes. Cause the intercontinental title's been around forever. Like and it like it means something. That belt just looks great. But they replaced it. Like the new version, if you guys have ever watched Progress, the new version looks like the Progress World title.
1: You know what? It does. Like I kinda got some New Japan vibes from it. But yeah, it looks more like the Progress one.
0: Yes. I I guess it will have to grow on me, but they should have switched to another title and not the IC title.
1: Exactly. Because they just switched out the universal title and made it blue. I yeah. was finding that was a universal title. To be honest with you,
0: I'm I'm thinking that they're gonna switch out the U.S. title. Okay. And wait, I don't think you noticed because I didn't notice at first, but I noticed when I saw the belt the second time when he like when he put it on, it has side plates.
1: Yeah, I noticed that.
0: Yeah, it has side plates. So I think they're gonna switch out all the belts so they can have side plates.
1: That's right, because the U.S. title doesn't have side plates. So.
0: Nope, it just has a name plate. So yeah, that might. That be they're gonna switch that out when AJ loses it. Yeah. But yeah, I was not a fan of that. And just like we said before, after the NXT, um, after the Undisputed Era match. Nakamura and Sami Zayn was still at the top of the ramp and Roger Strong comes up there and starts to beat up Nakamura out of nowhere once again another ricochet just out of nowhere AJ Styles comes with this forearm I have no idea what he flew off of but he flew off of something like can you tell me what he flew off of?
1: No, i could like say, as you said, they brought like 20 seconds.
0: And that was it. And then they went to commercial. Yep. And when they came back from commercial, they had Daniel Bryan come out and cut off AJ Styles, who was still cutting the promo with him in the OC, standing there at the side of the ramp, and they get cut off. And they're like, why? Why the fuck did you cut him off? Like, it's so st- Whatever. Like, WWE's been doing some weird shit. Yep. So Daniel Bryan comes out to cut his promo well, summon The Fiend. But he doesn't summon The Fiend, he summons The Miz. Miz yeah. comes out and talks about I'm how he
1: fucked up his
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His, and he fucked it up. He did. He put the wrong letter and he got The Miz instead of The Fiend. And Miz comes out and basically calls Daniel Bryan a piece of shit and slaps him. He's like, okay, they're having a match. The match is going mm-hmm. down. The match is great. And it's like, okay, cool. The match is awesome. And Daniel Bryan beats up Miz and puts him in a corner and then the Fiend thing hits. And you're like, oh shit. Literally, I don't even know how the fuck this happened. Seconds. Fucking seconds. It went from the Miz right there to the Fiend. And it was like, oh shit.
1: Not even seconds. I feel like more like milliseconds.
0: Yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. And it was like, holy shit. And The Fiend was sitting the exact same way that The Miz was and it was like oh shit like that is fucking like that was fucking crazy and awesome and The Fiend like he beat up Daniel Bryan I was like oh shit this is fucking awesome yep And then what else happened?
1: Uh, that's pretty much all the noteworthy things I can like
0: think of. Oh, cool. you're, you're actually forgetting the the six-man tag match with Mustafa Ali, who's in his hometown in Chad Gable and Roman Reigns versus Bartender Cabron. Um... Ziggler and Rude. So
1: what you're telling me is, like, I, I was correct and there was no other not- noteworthy thing to mention.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't. The match ended with bartender Cabron beating Mustafa Ali because he lives in Chicago. And that happened.
1: You hardly ever win in your own hometown. That,
0: that, in like- WWE. Anywhere else, it's okay. It's perfect and then after the match Seth Rollins got booed again brought down the raw troops and him and Roman Reigns had a five minute stare down and then they started fighting and then everybody else started fighting and then DX I mean NXT showed up in their DX war gear with the tank they showed up to Smackdown and commenced to beating the shit out of everybody
1: it was so much more of them than it was of Raw and SmackDown combined in that small place right there.
0: Dude, I literally swear it was like 90 NXT people. Like, it was 90 NXT people to the to Raw and SmackDown people. It was so many of NXT. Like, when they showed the brawl, it was like six black shirts to a red shirt. And you're like, how the fuck are they supposed to win? You
1: say like ninety? I swear, it probably was like more than that. <laughs> like I like they fucking.
0: It was so many of them.
1: Yep.
0: And then we had a stare down that I swear that we. I didn't even think we would ever see or needed. Keith Lee's in the ring with Braun Strowman. It was like, oh my god! Like I didn't know we needed that, but we need that. We need that. We definitely need that, like just like we need Matt Riddle versus Drew G- um, McIntyre. Yeah, we we need we need these things. These yeah, things. Need uh-huh. Yes. But yeah, that's what happened with SmackDown. They actually left us with Keith Lee and Braun Strowman in the ring. That's how they left us. They left us with blue balls until Sunday. Pretty much. Like, goddamn.
1: And so part, we still don't have the men's team.
0: Nope, not at all.
1: For all we know, and I'm just like thrown out there. Keepley's gonna be part of the team. Um,
0: Nxp. But well, we're gonna get to that in a minute. Okay. Because tomorrow is War Games. Yeah. Or as some of you are listening to this, probably tonight or War Games have passed. But War Games is tomorrow for us. Yeah. So let's run down a card for War Games. We, ha- we have the male War Games, uh-huh. which is the Undisputed Era, Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish, Roger Strong, and Adam Cole versus Keith Lee, Dunham and Dijak, and Tommaso Ciampa, and Mystery Partner. Yep. We don't know who Mystery Partner is. Who do you think is going to win this? Because I'm betting on whoever the Mystery Partner is going to change the whole thing, which means the good guys are going to win.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Like, whoever it is, like, if they're keeping a death secret, it's going to wind up being a big deal and he's going to win it. It could be like, Someone like a Morrison, like I mentioned earlier. you know.
0: Yeah, it's like, whoever it is, it's going to be shocking, and it's a big deal. And then we have the triple threat match. Pete Dunne, Killian Danilo, and Damian Priest. The winner will fight Adam Cole the next day for the NXT Championship. I'm calling Pete Dunne.
1: I'm calling Pete Dunne, no questions asked.
0: Yeah. I'm calling that. Yep. Then we have Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor. I I honestly don't... I I don't know who's going to win that one. I'm
1: going to go with Finn Balor who I believe this is his first match as a heel right now.
0: Okay. I would do that, but Matt Riddle has lost a couple of takeover matches. Like, he needs a takeover win.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I don't think it's going to be this one.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sticking with Matt, though.
1: He'll probably win the next one, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the women's war games match, which is Eel Shirai, Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, and Kay Lee Ray versus... Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, and Candice LeRay. Yeah. Yo, I'm I think the I think the bad guys are gonna win.
1: I'm not gonna go the total opposite, bro. I think the good guys are gonna
0: win. I feel like there's gonna be nobody that can beat Shayna. I feel like the they're gonna win. That's the point.
1: I think whoever like whoever wins the match on the good guy side mm-hmm. they're, gonna, they're gonna pin or submit china more than likely and this will make it like more I don't know established I guess or whatever they're gonna mm-hmm. make her step and that's gonna lead it into a future title match or whatnot okay so yeah that, that would be a thing and then that particular person will wind up beating china later on
0: I feel like it's gonna be real Ripley
1: yeah, either Tegan Knox. T- 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 I want to say
0: they're
1: the only two that have not like faced. Well, Mia Yim too, but you know.
0: Yeah, see, like it's so many possibilities. Like that's why when we were going into this, we had no idea what was going to happen with Shayna.
1: Yeah, Mia had like a little view of her, but I don't think it really went anywhere like that.
0: They had they had a takeover match. That was it. Yeah. At Takeover SummerSlam.
1: Got
0: but yeah, I don't... I, I, I don't know. That's why I'm sticking with the bad guys. Oh,
1: okay. I mean, if the good guys win, it could lead me to like, future shit. It
0: so. no, probably will. And that's the card for War Games. And then the next night, we have Survivor Series. Yep. Which is going to be fucking awesome so we're gonna run down the card for that we're gonna start with the women's survivor series match which is Sasha Banks Lacey Evans Nikki Cross Carmella and Dana Brooks versus Charlotte Flair Asuka Kari Singh Natalia and Sarah Logan versus Mia Yim, Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, and Tony Storm. Yep. I don't know how to go on this one, but I'm going with Team SmackDown winner.
1: Me too. Me too.
0: I just have I just have this weird feeling Team SmackDown is gonna win.
1: If not like, Team SmackDown, it's gonna be NXT. Like I don't think Raw is gonna win this whatsoever. Yeah. But more likely, it's gonna be SmackDown and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with it. Yeah. So they have the tag team title match. Well, not tag team title match. The tag team match. It's going to be. The New Day versus the Viking Raiders versus the Undisputed Era Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Me too. And then we have the Triple Threat Match with Nakamura, Roderick Strong, and AJ Styles. I want to... Secondary Title Warfare. Okay, Secondary Title Warfare. (laughs) I'm kind of thinking because they gave Nakamura the IC title that they might try to make him win. But my heart is really going with Roderick Strong.
1: I would have went with Roderick Strong before you said that, but now that you're it out, I'm going to go with Roddy. I mean, with Nakamura because, yeah, new belt. So they kind of got to make it mean something and whatnot. The yeah, a lot of people are gonna be pissed off if they change like a prestigious vote, such as that
0: one, exactly. And then we have Adam Cole versus we're gonna go with Pete Dunne or Killing Damo or Punishment Martinez. Okay. I mean, Damian god <laughs> but. I don't care who it's going to be. Adam Cole is winning. Adam Cole is keeping the title and winning. That's it.
1: I disagree in, like, one aspect. Okay. Okay. So, if it's Damian Priest versus him, Adam Cole is winning because, at this point, Damian Priest is kind of a rookie-ish. He's been wrestling for years and whatever. He's punished Martinez and whatnot, if you don't know. But, in the like standpoint, at point, he's a rookie. So, he's not winning that was not winning because let's face it he, he doesn't have the look that Vince and them like and whatnot and the only one that's actually beating him is like has a chance to beat him is Pete Dunn and yeah that's how I think they have to if Pete wins which in my opinion he is so.
0: okay we have the WWE title match: Rey Mysterio versus Brock Lesnar which we actually forgot to mention is a No hold Bard match.
1: Yeah, like I said, like, it was not over.
0: <laughs> so CM Punk said this match could be like the match that steals the show. I disagree because I think the triple threat match with Nakamura and AJ and Roderick is going to steal the match, but I think this will probably come in second.
1: I don't even think that, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm sour on this match, right? I, I don't care.
0: Okay, I'm going to bring this up. You have walked into seven. I'm giving you seven Brock Lesnar versus random people matches. And you have said the same exact thing. Brock okay. Lesnar versus AJ Styles. Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan you said every time we walked into these matches, I don't think it's going to be great. And the matches shocked the hell out of you. It was like, oh my God, those matches were great. I'm just saying, this could be another one.
1: It could be, but like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Okay. Also, like, I'm not feeling none of the main title matches, to be honest, because I wanted that title versus title, title three way. You know, what I mean the NXT Championship versus the WWE Championship versus the Universal Championship. So like, I, I guess I'm kind of like jaded about that. I'm not really feeling this match,
0: but I see why they did it because you can't beat any of those champions, especially Adam Cole. Like, they're trying to build him up to be something. You yes. can't beat Adam Cole with those other two because no matter what happened Brock wasn't going to take that loss and Miva was the fiend like it was going to have to be Adam and I'm glad they decided to scrap it because I don't want Adam to get beat by them either.
1: yeah plus I'm not really a big fan of Brock like I like little shit he does it here and there but i not a big fan of uh, Brock nor am I a fan of Ray Mysterio so that, that's why I
0: understand but who do you see winning this
1: uh, Brock you know what I mean like I believe like he's gonna win and eventually he's gonna lead into a rematch between him and Velasquez I guess it would be the rubber match I'm not 100% sure about that but yeah
0: if okay if I was booking the rematch and this is why I'm gonna give my answer as Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. if I was booking the rematch I would give it to Rey I would give Rey the title have Ray do some crazy shit where Ray knocks out Brock by accident and wins the title. I would have him do that and then Brock gets so pissed off that he just like the next time he finds Ray, he just beats the living dog shit out of Ray. And like takes the title back, and then Kane has to come back and help out. Yeah, that would work. Like I'm like that's why I'm okay with Ray winning, and that's what I'm calling. Ray's gonna win. Okay. Yeah, and then we have The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan.
1: That's one I actually like.
0: So, I definitely want Daniel Bryan to win, but I know he's not. So, is going to be The Fiend is going to win? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, even though it happened before, like, it's his first title like the defense so I don't
0: think he's going to lose it. Yeah. I,
1: Plus, he's super
0: over, so. Exactly. That's why I think he's going to win. Yeah. And then we have the last match, which is the, Survivor, the men's Survivor Series match, which is Roman Reigns, Bartender Cabron, Braun Strowman, Chad Gable, and Mustafa Ali versus Kevin Owens, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, and God damn, a, I missed one person. Randy Orton. I knew it was somebody boring. There you go. Yes. Against the NXT team, which is... we don't know. No, I was counting them off and you just cut me off. I, I was up to, like, number four. And so, so yeah. Who do you think is going to win?
1: NXT, due to the fact we don't know who the hell is in it, I have speculation it is going to be Keith Lee in there, somewhere in the mix.
0: I think it's going to be Keith Lee, Tommaso Ciampa, Donovan Dijak, and the other two, I have no idea. Because originally it was going to be Adam Cole or somebody. But you know what? It might be Matt Riddle and Finn Balor. Like those could be the other two in there? Yeah. Like I would be like I would be cool with that. As long as NXT wins, I'm cool with it.
1: Basically, which that's exactly what I is gonna happen.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I feel about that one. I feel yeah. like NXT is gonna have the biggest showing of the night and it's gonna be huge.
1: Yeah. Did we cover Bailey versus um Becky versus Shayna?
0: You mean the main event?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, we did not cover the main event, which is Becky versus Shayna versus Bailey. Okay. I I'm honest here, like I'm torn between like who I think is gonna win because I don't think they want to bury any of them but I really think Shayna should win what, what do you feel
1: I think Shayna should win right mm-hmm.
0: like,
1: I believe Daly's gonna win cause like she's kinda like the dark horse in this like right? no one believes in her or whatever nobody thinks she's gonna win so with that said I think that's why she's gonna win you know like they're gonna underestimate her, and that's like, when she's gonna do her thing.
0: Like that is gonna be great,
1: especially if like um, Sasha and her match is not injured or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he could come in interference,
0: boom. Like that, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm all for that.
1: Yep. So, for the most part, NXT is going to win this pay-per-view, I believe.
0: Yes. NXT is definitely winning the most. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, um... That's, a, like, uh... I think that's about it. Right? yeah. yeah. Pretty much it. Yeah, nothing else to really cover. Oh no, there actually is something to cover because they just announced this match for the kickoff show. It'll like and this just like now threw everything out the window. Okay. The kickoff match is Swerve Scott versus Angel Garza.
1: Well, what the hell?
0: Yeah, see, like they just threw everything out the window again. Like we are now. Just, I don't know. Everything is out the window.
1: Then I, I'm, I'm gonna call it. It's gonna be freaking more it. Like, since I read it and whatever. It's out
0: there. Yeah, I mean, since you put it out on the podcast, it's out there. Yes. Like, that is... That's a thing. Whatever
1: it is, y'all, like, next week... You'll either hear, like, out of excitement for, like, oh, my God, such and such came back. Or you're going to hear, why the fuck did they bring him back?
0: <laughs>
1: Wait. Way, get some type of reaction.
0: Who would be the, why the fuck did they bring him back?
1: I don't know. Like, there will be some, like someone to piss us off. <laughs> I, I do. don't even... I I dread even saying like people who would disappoint me because then like it, it would be put out and it would happen. So oh, I'm yeah. Staying on that.
0: yeah, we'll just we'll just be quiet. Yeah. But yeah, that's um that's that's the podcast and before I go, happy effie day.
1: Happy, happy day. <laughs> no, I said happy Effie day. Effie then?
0: Effie yes Effie is a wrestler Who's on the independence Who needs to be signed somewhere I don't care Who you are Just sign Effie Effie is the best Sign him Please Uh huh correct you What Don't
1: sign Ring of Honor
0: Okay Not Ring of Honor Just don't sign a Ring of Honor Yes
1: Anywhere but Ring of
0: Honor Anywhere but Ring of Honor and as I'm scrolling through my timeline, there was a shit ton of shit that went down after the the brawl on SmackDown because I just seen Mustafa Ali give a Spanish Fly to Leo Rush well, off, sure. off the top rope onto a bunch of people. So yeah, I don't I don't know what else happened. I just know that there was more shit happened, and goddamn, that shit's
1: crazy.
0: Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the end of the podcast. And it's late as shit here, guys. But we have to get up tomorrow and get ready for war games.
1: Basically.
0: And I know you guys don't want us to keep talking. You're like, shut the hell up, you two. You two jobless losers. But we have to go to work in the morning. So we're not jobless losers. Yeah. We
1: actually have day
0: jobs. No. Yes. this is this is our hobby not double ring around basically but yeah um we're out of here yep uh screw.